Jesus here. I'm, I'm a member of this church, and I've been coming here for about five and a half years now. Um, for the last 17 years, I've lived mostly in Hackney. Um, and today, I'm reflecting on the passage that I just read, which was 1 Corinthians 15, verses 12 to 19. Um, and what seems to me to be central to Christianity, and that is the non-negotiable belief that Jesus died and was resurrected. You may hear in my voice, I'm originally from another part of the world. I'm from Melbourne, Australia. I was brought up as a Catholic and we went to Mass every Sunday without fail. Um, that's a picture of Australia, by the way, a beach that we visited uh, last summer. Um, at about the age of 12, we moved into a rural area onto 10 acres of land into a house that my dad built with help from myself, my brother, my mum, and other members of our extended family. And that's Hanging Rock that I climbed up in last August. Um, that's very close to my family's home. Uh, so I started secondary school not far from Hanging Rock, actually, in a rural town called Kyneton. And my year seven home teacher's name was Robert. Um, and it turned out that Robert was a very well-traveled uh, person who had a lot of interest in Eastern philosophies. Um, when Robert was talking about Eastern philosophies, I was incredibly engaged. He had done a lot of traveling and brought back a lot of artifacts from very place, very, a lot of places around Egypt and uh, Eastern places. We were talking about the Ming Dynasty, he would suddenly bring out an object and say, and this is from that era, please pass it around, but don't tell anyone I have it. I have a feeling that Robert may have smuggled a lot of um, the items into, into the country. He seemed to have a lot of secrets. Um, another thing about Robert was that he knitted his own ponchos. So not only did he wear ponchos, but he actually knitted them, him, them himself. And he also raised goats. And I was hoping to actually show you a photo of the goat that Robert gave me uh, when I was 12 years old, but I don't have that photo with me, I'm afraid. Maybe another time. Um, but I did get a, a gift of a goat from Robert, who I named Jeremy Aaron, Jeremy Elvis Aaron Presley. Uh, so um, Robert was extremely well-versed in Eastern philosophies, as I said, and I was really engaged with his talks on Buddhism and Hinduism and topics like reincarnation and meditation really resonated with me. Um, and these ways of thinking had a significant impact on me over the next many years of my life. Um, so at about the age of 13, I told my parents that I really didn't believe in some of the fundamentals of Catholicism and Christian beliefs. That is also from our most recent visit to Australia and in the background, I think that's a wallaby. Um, they just hang around the gardens. Uh, for example, I doubted Mary was a virgin, as I told my parents. Um, and I didn't really think too deeply about the resurrection as such, but if I'd been pushed at the time, I think I pretty much would have said, look, Jesus wasn't really dead when he 
when you thought he was dead on the cross, he was put in a tomb and he wasn't really dead and that's why he came, that's why he appeared to rise again. Um, I would have had some logical explanation for it. As Christians, the challenge is we are called on to believe something that doesn't comply with the normal course of things or the normal way things work. Normally, we all know that in everyday life when somebody dies, they are buried or cremated and we don't expect to see them again in this life. In Christ's resurrection, we are shown something out of the realm of our understanding, a resurrection from the dead. <clears throat> Going back to my life, <laughs> from the age of 12 or 13, a long time passed, a long, long time in my life passed. In fact, almost 30 years. And in all those years, I rarely entered a church apart from weddings and funerals. My beliefs were in a universal being, a universal energy. And then I had a baby, um, and I found my interest in returning to the church peaked. I thought my child would enjoy, as I had, hearing the Old Testament stories and the stories of Jesus' life in the New Testament. And that's why I returned to the church, thinking that my child would actually want to hear those stories. However, I slowly started to realise that it was me being called on to question my long-standing beliefs. Tom Wright writes in his book, Paul for Everyone, that Paul believes that there will be a far greater, more beautiful, more powerful life. And that without the resurrection, what is the point of the struggles of the Messiah's people? Tom Wright then goes on to talk about some bishops in his part of the church who saw the resurrection as not necessarily needing to be a bodily event. But Tom is quick to point out that this is misinterpreting what Paul was saying. Paul is clear in his verse 17. If Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. And in verse 19, he sends home the most powerful of messages. If only for this life, we have hope in Christ. We are of all people most to be pitied. Kookaburras from the most recent trip to Australia. In an interview by Nicholas Kristof, Tim Keller is asked, can I be a Christian while doubting the resurrection? Tim's response is, if you don't accept the resurrection or other foundational beliefs as defined by the Apostles' Creed, I'd say, you are on the outside of the boundary. So my question for you and for me and for all of us today is, as Christians, what side of that boundary are we standing on? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Colleen. Uh, 
Jonte seems to have gone missing, but let us take a moment to just reflect on that, that question.